Hey, you've tuned into I Work For Him, the mouthpiece for the faith and work movement. We're your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. Excited to have another I Work For Him podcast where we get to highlight one of our contributors for the I Work For Him book, part of our new trilogy. All three books, I Work For Him, She Works For Him, and I Retire For Him, can be found online at iworkforhim.com forward slash bookstore. Today, we're going to get to highlight one author, chapter 28 from I Work For Him, Joe Carroll. From Biblical Leadership with Excellence out of San Antonio, Texas, Joe's a longtime ministry partner, friend of I Work For Him. Joe can be found online, bleonline.org. Joe Carroll, welcome back to I Work For Him. Great to be with you. Joe, you um, contributed a chapter, like we said, to I Work For Him. Give us a little background into how you connected your faith to your work. Oh, goodness. When I first uh, came to the city I'm in now, I thought I would be here for two years and then go off to be a missionary with my wife in Mexico. When I started working, it disrupted my whole framework. I realized I did not know how to connect my faith and my work. And that was a real eye opener for me to say, hey, Joe, you need to grow up in an area of this this life for you. Wow. So what's I mean, that's a lot of years ago that you've been in San Antonio. It has been a lot of years. And so who told you and who taught you how to do that connecting? Well, you you know, I was, I had this itch to see something else happen. And I I felt like as Christians, we could get together and ought to do something. I was used to a ministry in college where we collaborated and it wasn't happening in the workplace. And so eventually God led me to a few other individuals and we started meeting and praying. And this is before there was really, any materials out in the faith at work movement. And so we started writing our own material, stumbled through it, edited it, try it, it, practice it with people. And eventually we developed three basic core studies that help people connect their faith in their work. So it was a lot of trial and error for us. And we're still learning that it is not an easy thing because it's easy to disconnect our faith in our work. So part of that was trial and error and uh, I was 28 at the time, and uh, what happened eventually is a ministry was born out of that called Biblical Leadership for Excellence. And so we did not start off intending to have an organization, uh, but we saw God organically raise this uh, ministry up. And 35 or 40 years later, God still, by His mercy, allowing us to do things in people's lives. Well, and that's a little bit of what you share about in the I Work, the chapter that you wrote for I Work for Him. So why don't you dig into that a little deeper? What are people going to hear when they read your chapter? Well, they're going to probably the three main things that that we really help people do is to authentically connect with God in their work. Most people, when they think of faith at work, they think of evangelism. That's certainly a huge part of the workplace. But work is not just a platform. Work is a place where we experience God because he's a worker. And that aspect of, of connecting with his image and consecrating our decisions to him in the midst of everyday work is such an integral part of God allowing us to participate in who he is. And so it should be an internal experience. And as that internal experience really impacts our life, we see the overflow into other people's lives. So evangelism is really based upon connecting and consecrating. And so we help people connect, consecrate, and then be commissioned as his ambassadors in their workplace. All right. So draw us a picture. Talk to, give us a story of somebody that's gone through BLE and put the practice into practice at work. A fellow by the name of Larry walked into one of our studies. It was in a, we sometimes partner with churches and we help them develop a workplace ministry. 
And his administrator at a large company called USAA, which is one of the largest insurance companies in the world, uh, this lady invited Larry to come to a study. He'd never been to anything like this. And so he walks into one of our BLE studies, about 10 people in group, and this was all brand new to him. And in one of our chapters, we try to equate work-related ideas with what people are doing. And so in the real estate industry, which was my background, is that when you own something, you get the title to that property. You get it deeded over to you. So we say, hey, you maybe have deeded your life over, but have you specifically deeded your work life over to God? And we offer that for people. We don't coerce them, but say, if you want to do this, we're here to participate and support you and really bless you in doing that. Well, Larry took this very seriously. And he oversaw a large, large group of people. He was a high executive. And so he signs this deed over. And he meant it. Five months later, he is let go from his big, big job at USAA. And they phased out the department. He hadn't done anything wrong. They just were moving in a different direction. But the people in the group were concerned about how this was going to impact Larry. He walks in the next study, and he's got a little bit of a smirk on his face. And he says, you know, this was hard, but I already deeded my work over to him. He has something else in mind for me. Let me fast forward. This has been five years later. He now owns a chocolate Kilwins shop on Alamo Plaza in San Antonio. He started from scratch, became a franchise owner. And he says the first mission in San Antonio is called the Alamo. His is the second mission right across from the Alamo. He says, we're a chocolate company disguised as a church. And what they do with their employees is amazing. And so he's taken very seriously his connecting and consecrating commissioning. He has a basement that basically is filled with dream boards of his employees of how they see they want to see God work in their life. He has a prayer room and he leads Bible studies there. He he also uh, has Christians working there as well as non-Christians. So it's a real place of ministry. And so Larry got it. He connected. He consecrated commissions and is doing this daily in his work. He can't go to he can't wait to go to work every day. And this has been through COVID. Wow. <laughs> wow. And they stayed open through COVID in the middle of a retail store on, in San Antonio. It's been amazing. Real think, inspirational story. I think we've eaten at that Kilwins. The one right down there in that where that all on that river in San Antonio. Yes. Yeah, yes. We, we ate there last time we were in San Antonio. <laughs> That's so well, next time you come, I'll treat you. Oh, awesome. Oh, you know, we'll be there next week. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great when you get to have that firsthand look at what happens when obedience is played out in front of you. And um, thank you for sharing that because a lot of us, maybe we haven't seen that in our, um, in our surroundings, but can be inspired by that. So um, we would love to hear, Joe, what is something, how is God using you in your everyday work? You have what you do every day as well. And how, how is God using you? Well, I, I wear two hats now. I still have my real estate practice uh, that I get to serve uh, customers and clients in, in in a commercial real estate fashion. And so I use that as an opportunity to connect with God as well and seeing him uh, help me uh, serve people. And so serving people and creating value is what God does so well. And so whenever I'm able to help uh, one of our young uh, fellows in our office, when I mentor them, uh, or if I'm wearing my BLE hat, where we get to go into a workplace and help them raise the cultural needle of, of Christ in what they do. I love that. Mm-hmm. It is so energizing to me to be able to use in those, in those formats. Mm. 
it, it's got to be fun. And you've been doing the real estate thing for a long time and you have a reputation. So everybody in San Antonio knows Joe Carroll represents great commercial real estate, but also is the leader of Biblical Leadership for Excellence, bleonline.org. So I, I think that, you know, that's a lot of pressure. You got to make sure that you're never going to underperform because <laughs> everybody, everybody knows where you're at. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, well, David- Thank God there's forgiveness. Well, that's what I was going to say. You know, that's one of the things that's like, we're still all human, right? We still right. make mistakes. Well, the and... rest of us are, not you. Because oh, you're no, like I'm perfect very... all the time. <laughs> I am very human. So I, the fact that we can, um, you know, seek that forgiveness and start anew every day uh, is really a part of walking that life as well. Because we don't have it all perfected. But yet we, you know, can uh, try to be like Christ, right? Try Mm -hmm. to learn from his ways. And I love that biblical leadership for excellence. Yeah. All right. So, Joe, let's get transparent in the last few minutes of the show today. This is a question we love to ask leaders. It's a question we love to ask Christ followers who have got some years under their belt. What's one thing you would like to tell your younger you? Only one. <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of choose, this show. Choose yeah. for the three, three or less if you've got a list. <laughs> well, I have four children, so maybe I should start with what I, what I hope they, they would learn as well. But there you I, go. Think, I think um, slowing down. You know, um, I, I'm a, an achiever and a personality type. And so, you know, God is glorified in productivity. He definitely is glorified in productivity but he's more glorified when we allow him to be productive through us. And um, one of the things that I, I felt God really impressed upon me is that uh, skills never replace connection and communion with him. And, um, you know, he has really been challenging me as well. I think what I would tell my younger self is that he wants to do more with less of me. Mm. If I will let him. He wants to do more with less of you. So he wants to do yeah. more using you with less of you. Yeah, if that, yeah, I know it sounds kind of strange. Could you but draw us a picture of that? Well, part of it is allowing God to bring forth what he wants and to wait. And even when this role with uh, BLE came about, uh, you know, as, as you guys know, my predecessor who was leading the ministry, he, he died suddenly. And so we weren't anticipating, you know, it was very inconsiderate him for him to do that. But he, he um, won. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, he got to go, he got to go be with the Lord directly. And so anyway, you know, I sensed that God wanted me to wear a different hat in leading this ministry. But you know, I waited, I waited, and I waited for my wife to also speak into that. And I think uh, part of my former life is that I could try to talk people into stuff. Mm. I could try to talk myself into stuff. And there is value in waiting and allowing God to bring fruit. And uh, as I am learning, uh, as, as I'm aging, that waiting and seeing what God will do, if I'll sometimes put a cap on my effort and really pray and sincerely wait to see what he has in mind. And we're at a place in our ministry right now where we have lots of opportunities. I mean, we have more opportunities than what I, I can do. And so it's really forced me to say, okay, God, you know, uh, many of us who um, 
enjoy productive careers in our vocation, many of us have lots of skills. And that's good. But, you know, skills can be overrated if we're not really connecting with God. And so it's important in any kind of ministry uh, environment to, to really be able to be patient. And that is uh, when, you're, when you like to achieve things, that's a real challenge. Well, yeah. in, in real estate, it's all about making the deal, right? So yes, allowing yes. God to drive instead of you trying to just make it all happen, you know, there's so much that we can learn from that. Thank you yeah. for sharing. Joe Carroll with Biblical Leadership for Excellence online at bleonline.org. Joe Carroll, thanks for being back on I Work For Him. It was a pleasure to be with you guys. Thank you. And you can experience Joe's chapter 28 inside I Work For Him. Get a copy, iworkforhim.com forward slash bookstore. You've been listening to I Work For Him with your host, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers. Our workplace, it's our mission field, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.